Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, episode 205. Hi, I'm your host, Jacob Ayers, and you are listening to Friday Fundamentals. Welcome back to another show. I'm so glad you're tuning in to this week's episode. Today's Friday Fundamental is finding deals. Yes, that simple, finding deals. Now, whether you are building a real estate empire or buying just a couple of rental properties here and there, you are essentially running a business. For most people starting out, you are the CEO, janitor, and everything in between. You're responsible for acquisitions, underwriting, property management, financing, bookkeeping, hiring contractors, and what seems like a hundred other things. Eventually, for some, you start to build out a team and outsource these things, like hiring a real estate CPA, a good property manager, a bookkeeper, etc. Now, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, time is money before. Yes, this is true. Your time is valuable. The question is, just how valuable? If you are constantly in the weeds of your business, mowing the lawns of your rental properties, chasing down tenants with late rent, etc., then you aren't using your time to its highest and best use. As the CEO to your real estate business, your job essentially comes down to two things, finding deals and raising money. It's that simple. Everything else is just a distraction. Unless you are the best carpenter around or the best plumber, then you shouldn't be spending your time doing those tasks. And even if you are the best carpenter or the best plumber in your market, ask yourself if you're trying to build a plumbing business or a real estate business. It's important to work on your business and not in your business. If you are working in your business, remember, that is just a job. The name of the game in real estate investing is finding great deals. You've heard that if you have a great deal, the money will follow. Now, especially as value-add investors, finding distressed properties or owners is a great way to find deals. Distressed deals can mean a few things. The owner can be in distress, either personally or financially. The property can be in distress or a combination of both. Now, financial distress describes the owner more so than the property. People go through hardships from time to time, losing their jobs, relocating, or a number of other things. As a real estate investor, you have the knowledge and capability to help people out in certain situations. 
This is much different than taking advantage of someone. The key difference in helping out a financially distressed homeowner or investor versus taking advantage of someone is both parties benefit when you help. Let's look at some ways you can search out people in financial distress. Foreclosures. Foreclosures are a great way to indicate that someone is in financial trouble. If they are behind on their mortgage, their property will go into foreclosure. Now, it's important to look at these laws in each of your different states because laws vary from state to state. And of course, I am not an attorney, so don't take this as legal advice. But there are a few different stages of the foreclosure process typically. Typically, you have what is called the pre-foreclosure process. And then once the property is foreclosed on, it goes to an auction where it's auctioned off to the highest bidder. And if no one buys that property, it returns ownership to the bank and becomes a bank-owned property or REO, real estate-owned, which doesn't really make any sense with that acronym, but that's what it is. So there are three stages of the foreclosure process that you have the opportunity to buy a financially distressed property from an owner. Similar to the foreclosure process, you have tax foreclosures. And once again, this process varies not only from state to state, but from county to county and even city to city. So check your local laws and figure out how each of these processes work. But essentially, when homeowners do not pay their property taxes, the state or county will place a lien against the property and remedy it by a couple different ways. So that can be another great option for finding distressed owners. And then there are evictions. As real estate investors, sometimes default landlords, we have to deal with evictions. As you know, these can be a terrible headache. So if you can find lists of evictions in your target market, you might have found yourself a financially distressed property investor. And lastly, bankruptcy. People fall on financial hardship sometimes and have to file for bankruptcy. These are public notices and there's a lot of public records around this. And if you can find this list of people who have filed for bankruptcy, once again, these are some potentially motivated sellers because of their financial hardships. Now, life happens to everybody. Sometimes good and other times not so good. People fall into personal distress for many different reasons. Family, work, moving, divorce, and even death are reasons people might face personal distress. A few different areas you can target for this personal distress category are absentee owners. This means the owner of the property does not live in the property, but lives either out of state or maybe in a different market. For you out-of-state investors out there, you know that sometimes that can come along with its own headaches, so targeting these types of owners can sometimes uncover hidden opportunities. You can find divorce lists in your market through public information. People going through divorce often have to liquidate their assets, and their home is one of those. And lastly, probate. Unfortunately, everyone passes away 
and oftentimes people leave assets to heirs that are often sold off. So this can be another avenue for finding personally distressed situations. Now when seeking out deals, you're looking for distressed properties just as much as distressed sellers. Distressed properties can provide opportunities for you to add value to the property and do a number of different things with, like flipping, implementing the Burr method, wholesaling it, etc. Typically, a distressed property is in poor condition. You can look at a property like this and usually tell that it is run down, vacant, or just not being maintained as it should. Now, if you aren't in the area to be able to drive the neighborhood, also known as driving for dollars, then you can also search online for city or county code violations. These are a good indication that the property is in a state of poor condition and you can contact the owner and see if you can make an arrangement to buy that property. So driving for dollars, looking for vacant or rundown properties, and searching public records such as code violations, etc., are two great avenues for finding distressed properties. These are just a few of the many criteria you could look for when searching for distressed properties and owners. Now, two great resources I found helpful in searching for public records and data are listsource.com and foreclosure.com. Listsource is a great source for well, like it sounds, building lists. You can search for hundreds of different parameters to build your targeted lists in your market, and then with these lists, you can send mail to homeowners and offer to help them out however you can, often by buying their house. Foreclosure.com is another great resource that focuses on foreclosures, pre-foreclosures, and REO properties. Now, starting out, it can be hard not to get drug into the weeds, especially if you are self-managing your property. I totally understand this, but as soon as you can, start building systems and processes that help you automate and outsource things. Drive your business from the 30,000 foot view and focus on growth. You owe it to yourself and those around you to be as successful as you possibly can. Help out others along the way and treat people how you want to be treated. Do these things and you'll have a hard time not achieving everything you can possibly want. Well, hey, that wraps up this week's episode of Friday Fundamentals. I hope you're getting value from these shows. If you like what you heard, please let me know by reaching out and leaving a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. As always, for more information, resources, and to connect with me, you can visit www.jacobayers.com. Till next week, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.